Well, if you were listening to the shows this morning, you would have known that we have kicked off our Back to Work series today. All the shows on 6.30 Chatter, taking a, a look at some of the issues as more and more people return to the office and others trying to figure out that hybrid balance. Well, we've talked about quiet quitting on this program. That has been kind of the latest term popping up on social media feeds. And it was, um, you know, gaining traction among workers who were tired of going above and beyond for little return. But now the conversation has turned to a related topic. It's called quiet firing. What is it? And is it happening to you? Let's find out. Laura Williams is managing partner of Williams HR Law LLP and CEO of Williams Consulting Incorporated. Laura, welcome to 630 Chad. Hi, Laura. Hi, Jalen. Thanks so much for having me on. <laughs> oh, it's great to have you on. Sorry about the connection problem there. Thank you for, uh, for joining us this afternoon. When we talk about quiet firing, what exactly does that encompass? Well, you're quite right. Quiet firing is getting a lot of... Uh, uptake on the uh, on social media and it is quite the the latest buzz term the one thing with quiet firing a little distinct from quiet quitting which is an output of our kind of pandemic reality is quiet firing isn't a new concept Mm -hmm. quiet firing is conduct that employers have engaged in managed managers have engaged in in all time and really what it is is employers trying to instead of you know just taking the tough decision of ending an employment relationship changing the terms and conditions somewhat subtly sometimes not subtly to kind of force or prompt the employee to make the decision to leave it's almost making the workplace so intolerable that the employee decides to say okay i need to get out it's 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 almost waiting the employee out isn't it it is almost waiting the employee out and sometimes in fact it is just that it can be like almost like a game of chicken Mm. because the employees oftentimes are aware of the change in the 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 conditions the the change in behaviors or it could be something as subtle as being ignored or um or you know something as kind of overt as being uh bullied within the context of the of their employment and when they know that the the terrain is shifting they may very well they know you're going if you want me to go you're going to have to pay me out or worse they could launch you know constructive dismissal allegations or they could um, you know claim that there's harassment and bullying in the workplace does this come down to in most cases Laura that the company just doesn't want to foot the bill it does come down to that often because, in, you know, in, in all jurisdictions, jurisdictions across our country, you know, if an employer decides to end an employment relationship, there are obligations and payouts that have to be made. And um, sometimes employers, particularly when they're dealing with long service employees, may feel that the, the price tag of ending the relationship is too high. So they want the employee to self-select out. Isn't, you know, as as an employee, to me, that's just, um, it's insulting. It's insulting. You know, I think to myself, if you no longer want me as your employee, have the gumption to say, okay, here you go. Thank you for your service. Here's the door. Here's a check to go with it. Instead of trying to um, almost beat you down and make you question your work, all of those things, that to me just does not in any way sound like a good workplace or good management style? It 
it's not. And I mentioned some of the, you know, the risks of those types of behaviors, the legal risks related to, you know, they're either kind of harassment complaint, bullying complaint, or constructive dismissal complaint. But it just is frankly bad business because it's impairing to culture mm-hmm. and it brings morale down and you know a lot of employees when they're leaving they may leave scorched earth and leave a very um, you know searing review that you know signals to other employees that this may not be a place to work yeah i mean word gets around i mean that that's just the fact laura curious to know what advice then number one i want to start with yeah two parts to this question number one what if there's an employee listening that believes that uh, this quiet firing might be happening to them what do they do well, employees, it's always wise if you feel that, you know, the terms and conditions are changing. You want to, you know, document the behaviors. Oftentimes, the types of conduct that would constitute, you know, quiet firing efforts on behalf of a manager or an employer, you know, they could be very subtle. And, um, you know, stand alone in isolation, it may not make out a case. But if a pattern can be established, you may, you know, get there to show that the employer is kind of unilaterally changing the changing the terms and conditions of employment, which could lead to a successful constructive dismissal claim, or it could lead to, you know, a harassment or a, a bullying uh, allegation that needs to be investigated. But also on the employer side, just mm-hmm. to expand that a bit, I mean, employers also have to be vigilant that these types of behaviors aren't being perpetuated by man- by managers that are going rogue and may just, you know, not like a team member. Hmm. And so, you know, you've got to be very careful that um, managers also know the consequences when they are, you know, leading teams that, you know, you can't just because, you know, you've, uh, an employee or a team member has fallen out of favor, you can't start treating them dif- differently with impunity. I found it interesting in one of the articles that I was, uh, that I was reading about this, as they say, oftentimes, you know, the employee, um, there might not be any claims to actually, or any grounds to fire the employee there could be just uh, a difference of opinion or just things aren't working out quite the same way it can be a real challenge on that front but what it comes down to what from what i've read is that the company needs to have the um i'll use the word again the gumption to actually pull the trigger do something about it uh, that's right, and 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 suck up the cost if there are, and there often are cost implications naturally in meeting termination entitlements, particularly for longer service employer employees rather, and employers just you should make the payout. I mean, it can be very demoralizing uh-huh. uh, for an individual to go through a pattern of conduct that could constitute quiet firing. Another question for you, Laura, before I let you go here. When it comes, when go back to the employee, if the employee believes um, that they are maybe a victim of the quiet firing, if if movement is is happening, what should they be doing? I mean, do we take notes? Do 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 you keep track of things? I mean, it's not like you can necessarily go to your direct boss if that's who it's coming from. Do you go to... HR, but HR kind of takes care of the company. Do you go to a lawyer? What do you do? Well, it could be any of, the, of what you suggest. 
But certainly it does start with documenting. Sometimes, you know, it may be wise to speak to individuals in your kind of close, tight network that can objectively give you feedback so that, you know, because sometimes people feel that employers or managers are engaging in that type of quiet firing conduct when, in fact, they might not be, you know, passing muster in terms of the responsibilities of their role. So, you know, get some objective opinion with respect to whether or not the behavior that you're enduring could mean that the employer is trying to force you out or call, or you know you're in, in being um, subjected to quiet firing um, but certainly if you have a human resources department there could be resource there there could be resource to your manager's manager mm-hmm. but you know you have to make sure that you have the documentation and some evidence to to bear it out oh Laura Williams you know what I thought uh, I thought the quiet quitting was <laughs> was something and then I heard the quiet firing and realized that's been around a whole lot longer my goodness thank you for joining me this afternoon thanks so much for having me Jalen yeah you betcha Laura Williams uh, joining us this afternoon he uh, Laura is the uh, managing partner of Williams HR law and CEO of Williams Consulting incorporating quiet firing passive-aggressive form of making an employee's life miserable while not dealing with the problem directly I suspect um, I suspect some of you might be able to relate to this. It's been a huge conversation lately. If you're on any of, uh, for example, LinkedIn, there's been a lot of conversations about quiet firing on there over the past uh, couple of weeks specifically, especially on the heels, as I mentioned, on the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the quiet quitting conversation that we've had here.